This is the Doom Tomb Podcast, and today it is the Halloween episode. And today you are going to hear songs of disgust, dismay, and dread. An eerie soundtrack filled with fear, fright, and revulsion. A collection of repulsive riffs and nightmarish vocals that will send you chills up and down your spine. Let's get it underway. Here are some of the best unnerving monstrosities of 2023. Whoa, Satanism looks First band is called Outer Head, and they had a release back in February of 23 with Delirium. This savage combo continues to explore the psychedelic fields through an astral trip, bringing even more psychedelia into the Lysergic solution. Heaps of riffs and textures to guarantee a wild and colorful trip into the Stoner Doom open spaces. Let's hear the title track. This is Delirium.
perception and thinking. That's LSD. That's acid. Acid! For this next band, well, there's not a lot of information. What we do know is the band name, Occult Dawn. This hits like a gut punch from Jason himself. They're out of Malaysia. They released this album in January of 2023. It's called Psalms 1. Let's hear a track. This is Black Sunday. It I who repudiate you, and in the name of Satan I place a curse upon you. Go ahead, tie me down to the stake, but you will never escape my hunger nor that of Satan. The unchained elements of the powers of darkness are lying in ambush. Beware, my revenge will strike down you in your accursed house.
ugliest of them all. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Devil woman! Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the most terrifying of them all? The Countess Dracula! And now we move on to the next band that goes great with a garlic butter bacon cheeseburger and cherry limeade slush. That's right, it's Sonic Demon. They had a release back in April of 2023. It's called Veterans of the Psychic War. For this album, it's nastier, and it's at their most raw. It's a fuzz psych heavy in your face and uncompromising ears melting attack. Beware the demon. And as a good friend of theirs would say, bring shrooms and let the madness continue. Let's hear a track. This is Lucifer's The Light.
the day the insane took over the asylum. Don't look in the basement. For the next band, we go to Brazil. It's Madame Frankenstein. And yes, it's Dr. Septimus Pretorius approved. Each song is reminiscent of the doctor's group of homunculi. They're out of Brazil. This was released in October of 2023. Let's hear the final track. This is 666. running orgies on the campus. Dr. Frankenstein on campus. Frankenstein rides again. And we move forward to the band Skull Servant. They draw inspiration from bands like Black Sabbath, Electric Wizard, Dark Throne, and The Sword. Skull Servant's artistic focus is to craft metal music that strikes a balance 
between the heavy and the melodic, and on their latest Astral Apothecary, you'll get immersed in the sounds of Psyche, Stoner, and Doom. This was released in March of 2023. Now, I don't know what old Scratch is up to. I don't know whether he is hanging with somebody that mines ore, or maybe he mines the ore himself. Is he talking about an oyster, perhaps? Or a fisherman's jacket? No, I don't think that's any of those. But this is the track. It's Lucifer's Reefer.
the ancient world of the living dead he came to victimize those still searching in the darkness of the moon the death master appears saintly Wow, like, okay, so did you listen to that? Did you catch that? Now, normally, we'd go into another song, but not today because, well, I have somebody here. Actually, I have two people here. Uh, gentlemen, people, could you please introduce yourselves and what band are you with? What's up? I'm Calvin from Skull Servant. I'm Noah. Also wow. from Skull Servant. Yep. Holy shit, this, this is awesome. This is great. We can talk about this. So what can you tell me about the track Lucifer's Reefer? I mean, it's pretty much just like a super exaggerated version of like the desire to smoke way too much weed. Indeed, indeed. That, that's uh, pretty much the entirety, the entirety of it. Yep. It's just when you're sitting at home, you finish everything and you're like, I could just be smoking weed right now. Maybe I shouldn't, but I'm going to. Fair enough. Now, are you a uh, gentleman more of a hybrid, more of a sativa, more of an indica? I'm more of an indica. Um, I'm probably, I'd say the indica, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if you were to give me um, an example of one of your favorite current strains, what would you choose? I mean, right now I have a, a nice, a nice uh, jar of a, of a sour diesel. Although... Huh. That's a little bit more sativa than I would normally smoke, but I'm I am enjoying it for sure. And Noah's on a uh, Noah's on a bit of a break right now. So. Yeah. Ah, taking a little sabbatical. I get it, like a black sabbatical Sabbath thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's, there's some joke in there somewhere. There, there's something. I'll, I'll fucking I'll get it. I'll get to it. I'll find it. So we'll okay, we back. now yeah we'll yeah we'll put a pin in it. We'll circle around. We'll fishbone the process, and then uh, come back with uh, some auxiliary points. So okay. We got Halloween here. Now, if uh, either of you was to hazard a guess as to the best horror villain, who would that be? I've got mine. Do you have yours? Hard to say. Okay, so mine is definitely Candyman from the 92 movie. Right. Like, that dude is awesome. He, uh, the actor, like, when they have bees come out of his mouth, he just, like, actually had bees in his mouth, and he got stung a shit ton of times. Oh, I can't. I, he's I just, very committed. And also, he's just like a creepy dude in the movie. He's awesome. All right. And Noah? Yeah, I've always liked the original, like, Saw trilogy. I was a big fan of Jigsaw. Um, but typically, I watch more supernatural stuff. So Okay, so <clears throat> now let me ask, are you more a fan of the man that was working the puppet, or you're more a fan of the puppet? Uh, the man working the puppet. Thank you. I just I just need clarity. <laughs> All right. So Skull Servant, there you go. Now, what do you guys have in coming up uh, for the rest of the year? So Halloween, we're dropping volume two of traditional black magics. So it's going to be. Four five or six songs, something like that, some EP. Yeah, super, super, super heavy sonary. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be good long shit. songs on there. Yeah, it it was it was recorded almost entirely live. We're gonna do some overdubs, um, so it's pretty raw and heavy and nasty sounding. Yeah. Absolutely. And you guys shopping around? Yeah, yeah, pretty much all the time. We have like a main producer and stuff we're working with, um, right. but 
we we haven't really like looked into like labels and everything like that but you know yeah we're looking around all right so here you go labels here it is the band is skull servant they've got a new release coming out it wouldn't be nice to get it on vinyl thank you so much guys for your time and how can everybody reach you on social media uh skullservant.com yep that's got all our socials our instagram facebook twitter whatever x i don't know what what the hell it's called yeah um yeah we're really big on instagram as well yeah for sure Um, right on guys thank you thank you oh uh you know bullshit question favorite uh halloween candy oh i always like milky way midnight they're a lot easier to get on halloween but you can sometimes give them your round as well i like the the gold coins that are chocolate with the razor blade in the inside Oh, they're so delicious. And when it mixed with the uh, with the iron in the blood, oh, exactly. it, it's just it's delightful. You add a little, you know, a t- hot tip before you go. Uh, add a little salt to it and it, it really brings out the flavor. Uh, I, I, I usually cry when I eat them, so I can just let that dribble in. So yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it's either that or the tears of children. Dude, <laughs> brothers, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have thank a good you. one. For the next band, we are going to Italy for some lacerating doom. The band is Loose Sutures, and the album is Sado Sex for Dummies. It's the ultimate guide for all the pervs across the globe. On this sticky tour, you will find all you need. How to escape from a party gone wrong and survive a spell to your bone. Chronicles from a Highway Shooter, Valentine's from Lucifer, and so much more. So whip out the whips and let's welcome violence. This was released in May of 2023. Here's the track, This Is Another Hell.
is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. Death! The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Deranged. The next band up is Void Commander. Now, they have three full-length albums to their credit, and most recently, two brand-new singles. Now, this was difficult because these last two releases were kind of a toss-up, but I think this track better fits the theme. As the band puts it, the song is about the struggles we all come by in our lives. This track was released in May of 2023, and it's called Dyke Blues.
form of evil is that which lurks within the human mind. So that was Void Commander. And now I we've got another guest. Oh, my gosh. It's all the way overseas. Uh, sir, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Linus and I play bass in Void Commander. Fantastic, man. Loving the material, especially this track. What can you tell me about Dyke Blues? Uh, the story behind the Dyke Blues is that Bobby, uh, our singer, who most recently transitioned into a woman, uh, came out and said, "Like I have a new song. And uh, I felt like the song reflected her. So we really had to record it. And uh, it's... Uh, it's a very strong song, uh, lyrically wise, I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, Void Commander is uh, kind of twisted because we don't really uh, stick to one genre. <laughs> right, right. It's uh, it's not easy to write songs when uh, everybody wants to do this and that and this and that, but we we only want to sound heavy but we never get to do that <laughs> <laughs> well what you're what you're talking about in this song this is like kind of new territory for everybody correct yeah but uh, i think it's uh, for bobby who's like um uh, she's grown up with this kind of bluesy music uh, in her when she grew up uh, I think that comes from there and she has to she had to write that for her own mind to get uh, in the place where she is right now. Yeah, she had to uh, maybe fulfill herself musically. That's that sounds perfect, man. So yeah. uh, listen, I want to thank you for that. I appreciate that. And I I saw that you have another single. Uh, what can you tell me about your next single? It just it just came out. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty funny because um uh, we had I this Blood Red Night All Right is the yes. first song that I really put my vocals into it and uh, that I personally sing. And uh, we did another song for the old Riverlord record that uh, is called AGN, which I also sing it. And uh, we put up a live video of it, and some guy came in and said, What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I need to tell this guy that I can I can do I can do cool things as well. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So with with all these singles, is this the build up to the next full album release? Yeah, it is. Uh, we don't really know when, but uh, we hope it's uh, soon. <laughs> awesome. I, I look forward to it. And please, uh, more than welcome to come back on the podcast when the full release comes out. Now, before you go, I do have two more questions the first question if we're going to talk about halloween we've got horror and my question is uh what is the best horror villain uh my favorite horror villain is uh, freddy krueger mm -hmm. from night elm street uh i think i'm a bit biased because uh uh robert englund is from sweden oh, uh, originally really? yeah. or or his um, relatives is so um, I think it's that uh, crazy Swedish mentality going on. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, um, there's something crazy about Sweden. Now, I try to ask people when uh, I, I talk to somebody that is Swedish, because I don't quite understand why I like it. 
and maybe you can give me an explanation. What is so good about Turkish pepper? Uh, nothing really. <laughs> are you? But, are but, you giving me a no here? Uh, the thing is about Turkish pepper is that uh, uh, when we used to party when we were young, we would uh, mix it with uh, vodka. Oh. And then you would uh, puke like crazy, and uh, <laughs> that uh, that is when you learn to not like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because uh, every everybody's doing Turkish pepper shots. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know, I got to admit, as much as I like it, I don't know if I can do that. I might have to try. So, what do you do? You just put it in the vodka and let it sit for a while. Yeah, I mean, if you're a first time trier, I think it's gonna be fine because. Uh, Doing it when you're 19, 18, uh, drinking uh, two liters of uh, or gallons of that, that's not good. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's 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 quite a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, indeed it is. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much. And what else do we have coming up for Void Commander? Uh, what else do we have coming up? Uh, I am working on music videos and also a music video for another single. That's going to come up uh, in the near future. So um, I hope everybody will like it. (laughs) I'm sure. I mean, come on. The track record is so solid. Now, how can everybody reach out to you if they want to know more about Void Commander? If uh, you want to know more about us, we are everywhere on every social media, almost. Uh, But on Instagram, Facebook, uh, yeah. And we're on almost every streaming platform available. And um, I answer to everyone who writes. So just to give me a shot. <laughs> Absolutely. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I, I know it's 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 a lot different. It's a little bit later over there than it is here. So uh, enjoy your night and um, have a great Halloween. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, same to you, there. This next track, well, it feels a little swampy, a little filthy, and a lot of dirt. The band is Mean Green, and I wonder if Charles from The Steelers has heard of them yet. Mean Green's self-titled first release is a full-length album consisting of songs written in their first year of the band's forming. Mean Green wrote their latest to convey a stripped-down and bare-bones look at Sludge, Stoner, and Doom. Relying heavily on tone and a slow-moving freight train-like tempo for most of the songs, they bring their own twist on the genre, with crushing guitar tone, wall-shaking low-end, bludgeoning percussion, and growling vocals. This album is a first look into the roots and inspiration of Mean Green. This was released in March of 2023. Let's get filthy. Let's go and talk to the Grease Monkey.
In this house, 25 years ago, a child was given life. Donald, come here. He was raised in isolation. You're a bad boy. Instructed in fear. You're evil and you must be punished. Imprisoned by a tormented mind. Your father let you do things like that, but he's gone now. And baptized in flames. Now, he has come of age. His suffering has ended. And ours is about to begin. We are going to keep the Halloween train rolling with this next band, Witchthroat Serpent. Now, they had a release in March of 2023, Trove of Oddities at the Devil's Driveway. Written between 2019 and 2020, the new album was recorded on tape at Kerwax Studio in Brittany. It achieves their initial dream, which was recording an album on analog without using a computer or digital material. The album, on the whole, is slower than its predecessors, but mostly darker and more evil. A tribute to old horror movies, psychedelic drugs, and lost souls. An invocation to Satan. Oh, yeah. That sounds evil, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. It, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty evil. On this record, they paid special attention to the atmosphere, threatening and anguishing, thus using for the first time a Mellotron and movie samples. They wanted to keep their sound raw and natural, so Kerwax was the perfect place to capture the haunted and psychedelic vibes of the songs that were recorded in first takes. This is the first album with this lineup, and it took many years to develop. Let's hear a track. This is Nosferatu's Mastery.
You know, some of the bands that we are covering today don't have a lot of information, and that's okay. But, yeah, and even sometimes where they're located, like somewhere in Russia, there is an album. It's called Visions of Tomorrow, and the band is Grave Disgrace. They released this album in 2023, and to me, sounds a lot like Ozzy, and it took me back to that 70s style from the Prince of Darkness. Let's hear a track. This is Living Dead.
innocent people were chained, beaten, and tortured, and put into glass cages. This was hell on earth. Would I, too, become a victim of the cages? The next nightmarish band is Saint Omen. Death Unto My Enemy is the first full-length album by Saint Omen released during the middle of the acute Scorpio season. With a focus on the perils of the occult and the satanic panic era, it is an account of a man's transfiguration into a demonic vessel. Conceptually, it's a slow, driving, and escalating auditory experience fusing doom metal, black metal, and dark ambient. It forms an idiosyncratic approach. Instead of the traditional funeral doom approach, there is a deviation of sounds on the album which take you through a chronicle of destruction and chaos. Self-produced and recorded over a year's time span, it took a profound and lengthy time for completion. St. Omen reached a definitive alignment on where to guide this project. That the vision in their head was Messiah. And that is how the album is executed, thus bringing Doom, D-U-M-E, into fruition. Ah, I see what you did there. This was released in August of 2023. Let's hear a track. This is Black Mass.
descended upon the town. Something corrupt, unspeakable. Behind their drawn curtains they waited as fear walked in the dead of night. All right, so here we are again. I have another special guest. Uh, like we said before, the band is St. Omen. Sir, who are you and what do you do in this band? Uh, how you doing, Chris? Thank you for having me on the program. Uh, Doom 2, let's rock and roll. So um, I'm Jeroni. I am from St. Omen. I actually play the guitar, the bass, um, some of the drums, and I mix, produce. I kind of put it all together. And it's a yeah, one-man show here? It's pretty much, yeah. I mean, we're kind of going, oops, I'm sorry. Sorry, the reception. Um, Yeah, I'm doing, Um, it's pretty much just me for now. Um, Eventually, you know, once I get around to live, I'm going to recruit some soldiers and get in there for some live performances. But for now, I'm pretty much holding up everything by myself, yeah. Okay, now before we, uh, before we got on, you talked about some venues in your area. Now, you said you're in New York City. Uh, what are some popular venues for this type of music that you like to play at? Okay, well, St. Vitus in Brooklyn has a lot of people. Um, there, mm -hmm. There's always a lot of people going through that one. There used to be this spot called Don Hills in Manhattan. Uh, they were around for quite some time, and uh, the owner passed, you know, and uh, they changed up the place. There's a spot, the Rock Church. Um, there's a couple. Well, we used to have the Knitting Factory. They closed down, too. You know, the pandemic hit us pretty hard when it comes to live music venues. It was pretty difficult, so we had to get rid of a lot of them. Uh, but for now, yeah, the focus is really more on just recording and distribution and kind of getting out there and eventually, hopefully we'll have some demand and, you know, get out there live. Right on. Now, I'm hoping that uh, one of the tracks that I picked, the one that I just played, is going to be as part of the live set. What can you tell me about Black Mass? OK, so uh, the Black Mass, I was actually I was making different styles of music. I was kind of experimenting trying to find my sound and back in 2020 i had a lot of time as we all did to kind of be at home and just be able to experiment and play with stuff and i got a really sick drum track and i wanted to just kind of play along with it and everything kind of happened from there so i wrote it back in 2020 everything was kind of peak pandemic at the time i got to really get into you know get to spend more time listening to doom and kind of experimenting with everything, playing with my guitar, bringing down my tunings. Um, I wanted the guitars to be the main thing in the track. I wanted that to just really kind of lead everything um, sound wise. And I actually use my Les Paul. It's a Zach wild. Um, it's a Zach wild Gibson Les Paul. Right. Um, great guitar, solid battle axe. I got EMG 8185 pickups in there and it's just, it slams. And I had a lot of fun writing it out. Um, it was it was before Death Onto My Enemy was a thing, before it was an album. I didn't really know I was going to make it into a full album. But then I heard that track. I, you know, I had a couple of other ones sitting there and I said, let's go all the way. Let's let's make this a full length instead of just dropping out a single. Right. That's awesome, dude. Now, I noticed that, you know, in the bio that we did talk about earlier, uh, you're fusing a lot. So we have the doom, like you said. Uh, there's some dark ambient and some black metal. Like if you were to uh, gear somebody. So, OK, so somebody says, I never heard of black metal. Well, well turn me on to it. Well, who would you say? OK, first off, I'd probably one of the bigger ones, I'd say. Let's go with Satyricon. They're okay. pretty out there. Um, there is a 
there's a lot of independent artists that are doing really good stuff with it. Um, there was, I listened to lots of black metal when it starts to get really chilly out when, you know, when that winter, that frost starts to hit. Um, there's a guy out there from uh, Norway and his name is Lord Mortem. And he does, he does yes. a really good mix of black and doom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, black metal wouldn't be a primary influence. I would say it's more about, I would say, Kind of like the, the the grim, frosty nature of it just kind of is, is an inspiration overall. But the main component of my sound is definitely going to be Stoner Doom. It's all the way. It's the fuzz. It's a lot of independent artists out there are doing really amazing things, especially like in Argentina. There's oh, a yeah. few groups out there that they're just leading it. Like from Cordoba, you know, in La Niebla, we have Fulano, we have Metastopheles. There's a lot of really solid groups coming out from there. And, you know, of course, here in the U.S., we got some people in England. But I mean, of course, you know, my primary influence, I have two people that I really have to give it up to. And uh, first would be Ozzy Osbourne, especially okay. his uh, his Zach Wilde era. You know, everything from No Rest for the Wicked up until currently, you know, whatever he's doing now. Right on. Uh, the sound that Zach brings in super heavy. And once I found Electric Wizard, I couldn't. Like right away, it wasn't my thing, and it really ended up growing on me. And that album, Dope Thrones, just always, always continues to be a primary influence. The tone, the bass on the album, the crunch, it's just absolutely disgusting. It's just you, you hear it consume <laughs> you fully. It's, it's not a very pretty sound, and it's not for everybody. But once you get acclimated to it, it becomes like the bread and butter of the foundation of a lot of the bands of what we're doing with Stoner Doom and that kind of sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I even see things bleeding over when you're talking about Argentina. Uh, there are some current bands like Wicked Trip and Grave Speaker. They have brand new albums, uh, as I believe, that are out right around this time that we're doing this podcast. Um, great stuff. And I'm starting to see that um, for me, I, I just call it an Argentinian sound or that Brazilian or that Italian or Greece even now uh, where I see it just there's scenes everywhere. Uh, but I just get I'm getting that Argentinian vibe from these two bands. Um, I have, to have I'm not I think Wicked Trip is in America. Um, I think they're what is out of Tennessee. And then uh, Grave Speaker is out of Massachusetts. So, yeah. So we got some we got some new stuff in in the um, in the States as well. Uh, so if we go forward past Death Unto My Enemy, uh, what do you think the future is going to be for St. Omen? Are you taking a, a musical direction or you going to stay in this pocket? Oh, for sure. So I I have a, I have another track that I was working on after Death Onto My Enemy was finished. I wanted to include it with the album, but it has such a different kind of vibe to it that I said, let's let's separate this. We got to work on a second thing. I I actually have another album in the works. I have, you know, all of the all of the basic demo recordings for it out right now. I'm still going to focus on writing some more stuff once November hits. And once we get into that nice November, December, January, February, once that time of year comes around and the sun starts going down early, everybody outside, there's no more people playing outside and sun tanning. Everything gets really quiet and desolate. That's when I start to make my stuff. And there's definitely a follow up album. It's it's going to be pretty much in that pocket. I'm aiming for more groove. I want okay. it less, you know, less 
just less uh, moody and muddy. I want to create something that's a little bit, it's got a little bit more kick to it, a little more rhythm. There's a lot of really funky bands out there that they can combine. Like uh, Young Blood Super Colts is one mm -hmm. of them. They have a really unique blend of psychedelic rock with the stoner doom stuff. And lately, like Wind Hand, I've been listening to lots of Wind Hand, the clean vocals contrasting with the, you know, the slow, heavy music. It's such a beautiful thing that they're doing with it. And you mentioned Italy earlier. And, you know, I immediately, as soon as I hear Italy, two bands come to mind and it's Black Spell and it's Wizard Master. Um, these guys have kind of made their mark on the scene. And, you know, I was actually chatting with uh, Black Spell not too long ago, um, you know, a few months out ago. And, you know, I was talking with them a little bit about the business and how everything works. And you have to be very persistent in this game. Keep your head up, especially if you're doing something DIY. And, you know, it, it's I got to I got to give big thanks to Forbidden Place Records for them, you know, actually believing in the project and picking it up and getting it distributed and getting that into the audience. And that really helped me connect to a lot of other bands on the scene. And, you know, on there, there's so many there's so many talented bands out there that are doing really great stuff. And you're not going to see them, you know, popping up on any of the Spotify top whatever list. But they have something very special about them. And it's yeah. it's it's very in that pocket. We have like a very small little scene of something that's just great. And I don't know how else to describe it. It's so much fun. Maybe eventually we can get it to the masses, you know, like. uh uh, a, a tool tool is going to be bringing out elder. And the last time I saw elder, I saw them at like a 300 capacity place. And now they're going to be in freaking arenas. Like fantastic. Even like I had a band that uh, we brought out here, a uh, fever dog and fever dog plays more of like a glammy kind of seventies retro rock. Uh, and then they just went on tour with wolf mother. So they went from playing like the same thing, these smaller venues, these 300 caps or whatever, and now they're playing like twenty five hundred to twenty five hundred people or so. So there's there's room. Maybe we got to just find the people to connect with. And like you said, or the people in Wizard Master or whoever, like we really got to stay on top and, you know, just create our own lane and make ourselves known. And that's why I wanted to have you here. And well, since you're here, I've got just a little bit more. I know you got things to do. I got things. I got places to be. Uh, now I'm just going to a show. Let's be honest. But here's my question. If you had to pick a favorite horror villain, who would it be? Oh, man. Okay. This one, I have so many movies that are coming to mind right now. But if I have to say, like, a favorite would be somebody that you don't hate that you really love to watch and want to understand them a little more. And I, I got to go with uh Candyman, uh, Tony Todd's Candyman. So the way that the characters played, I thought it was really fascinating because he was silenced. He was muted. He didn't, um he didn't have a voice and people, he had that urban legend about him. Like, Oh, everybody, Candyman's coming for you. Right. Really. He was a monster that originally was a victim. And he had his voice silenced. People decided to make these legends about him. But, you know, if you've seen it, you know what he went through. And that's why he became the way that he is. And if I had a, if there's a runner up, I got to say Damien Thorne from The Omen. It's probably my favorite movie. That's where mm. the St. Omen comes from, um, especially Omen 2 when they're in the zoo and all the animals start going crazy. And oh, my God, it's he's the he's evil in its purest form. 
the boy doesn't know what he's doing. He's being driven by this extra force and he has no control over it. And, right. you know, that's that's definitely a lot of, you know, there's a lot there in that character. There's something with the omen, man. It's it's that it's that freaking it's that 70s vibe that like it, it just seems more eerie to me than like other stuff seems like you're I see what you're doing. You're trying. You're trying real hard. Let's not do that. Let's go back to that where you're going to just just creep me out, please. Just please. And I think uh, somebody else I interviewed said the same thing with Candyman. So it's popular, very popular person right there. Um, a favorite. Uh, how about a like a fave horror movie? A favorite horror movie. Um, my go to. Wow. It, it's uh, a lot of the times around this time of year, I try to find myself fitting in as many as I can in those 31 day rotations. Just to throw them out at me real quick, we got The Exorcist. We I have, see. you know, the the first two Hellraisers have some quality stuff. There's a lot more after, but, you know, especially the special effects. There, there's something very special about the way they would, you know, make this stuff by hand. You were talking about the 70s vibe. In The Omen, that's Gregory Peck. That's the original theater actors. Every single actor would bring their best. We didn't have special effects and all this computer-generated stuff. So it would be purely relying on performance. That would be, you know, those guys were masters of their craft. Um, and this time of year, I have so many that I love to watch. I mean, I, I jump in between. I like to stay in the supernatural, spiritual realm of movies. I'm Slashers are all right, but I'm really crazy about anything occult, anything witchcraft, anything black magic. You got my attention. As long as if, if you're possessing people and you're doing rituals and we got some candles going, I'm all eyes. You know, you're you're all in. Wow. So, OK, so you're sitting there, you re, you're you're in the 31 days and uh, you need a snack, uh, possibly a Halloween candy. Uh, what's your go to favorite? And while we're at it, what's your worst or least favorite? We'll give it, let's put, let's put a jack-o'-lantern uh, and let's just fill it up with the caramel dipped apple pops. Those never oh. fail. <laughs> wow. They're the, they're the apple ones. They got a little caramel on them. They come oh, yeah. the individually wraps. I love those. And you know, melatonin gummies <laughs> just to get to sleep. You got to have the melatonin gummies too, to balance out all the sugar. And worst one, I got to tell you, death onto those butterscotch candies, the golden wrapped ones. Those are... Oh. Those no are good. pretty uh, brutal. I used to not like the root beer dum dum pops, but uh, with age, I've kind of learned they're they're pretty good. They're the you know they're the underdog of the dum dum pops. Uh, you know what? Uh, solid, solid. By the way, I, you know, I mean, sometimes you'd think uh, somebody would go for a blow pop, um, which is absolutely fine. Uh, you're Cherry. going root beer, which is delightful. Uh, dum dums. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it it all depends on the person. Uh, there seems to I seems to to feel like there's a uh, there's a lollipop theme here. Uh, so all right, um, d- wh- okay. If there was to be a flavor for this type of music in a lollipop, what would it taste like? See, it would have to be. It would have to be kind of abrasive. It wouldn't be for everybody, and it would be murky. So, damn, if I had to choose of all the flavors that we have, root beer, <laughs> root beer pops or anything, ginger beer, maybe something that isn't for everybody. But when you get into it, you just you're all into it. It would definitely be. Yeah, we're going to go with root beer again. That's going to be the flavor for doom. Um, and wait, we have a lot of funeral purple. We can't ignore that. Um, yes. Lavender, maybe lavender flavor. If some people got to go for it. Yeah. 
Lavender, yeah, it's okay. It it kind of I'm I'm iffy on that one. The 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 grape though, uh, grape because there's something about like it hangs in your mouth, much like root yeah. beer, it just hangs there mm -hmm. for a bit. And maybe, well, look, I'm I'm hold on, here's the thing. I'm just thinking about future merchandise. That's 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 what my thing is here. So maybe there will be a, a Saint Omen pop or something, and I hope that you will be the creator of it and sell the shit out of it. Uh, so, dude, Wait, uh, THC infused Saint Omen pops. I'm, I'm all the, I'm all in on that one. We're all in. Uh, fantastic. So, okay, Saint Omen. How do we buy and find your stuff, and how does everyone connect with you? Thank you. Um, I'm gonna be. On Instagram, Saint underscore Omen. And the Death Unto My Enemy is currently being pressed on cassette. We have a limited run of them. So go and grab them while you can before they're all gone. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on Forbidden Place Records. So Forbidden Place Records at Bandcamp.com. We're going to have them there. And any following updates or anything you guys want to watch, just give a follow on Saint Omen. And I try and uh, be as often as I can on social media, you know. But, but life gets in the way sometimes, but it'll be all on there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Amazing, Chris. Thank you for having me. And may Doom Tomb continue to evolve and let's keep it going, man. I love it. Thank you. Hell yeah, brother. And now, are we ready? I think we are. It is time for a psychic mass. Extrasensory perception, ESP also known as the sixth sense, is a paranormal ability about receiving information not gained through the recognized physical senses, but sensed with the mind. It is claimed to be more sophisticated than intuition, and the knowledge obtained is usually received through dreams, astral projection, or psychic abilities. Yes, this is where we are. We are at the psychic mass psychic rock for psychic minds now i'm hearing this and i'm imagining it as a soundtrack to a horror movie one filled with suspense intrigue and a twist at the end kind of like oh i don't know m night Shyamalan, sixth sense esp psychic mass we have the connection speaking of is anybody watching servant i don't know i think that looks pretty good uh old knock at the cabin glass i feel like i've been missing out on m night lately anyway this was released in may of 2023 here's the track this is ls demon <laughs>
from the dark world that lies beyond the grave. Alice Demon was the first song that we wrote for Psychic Mass, and so the first song written for the EP. The idea with it was just to experiment and jam and base the structure off a simple riff and then texture it and layer it with other more detailed ideas whilst keeping it, you know, catchy and, and somewhat epic. Theme-wise, Alice Demon is based on several different experiences of diving into the deepest corners of the mind and encountering all sorts of bizarre and wonderful things. And now it is time for some Wizard Master. Now, like Pavlov's dog, I swear, I think of another song initially. When I hear that bell, the first thing I hear is For Whom the Bell Tolls, Metallica. Do you hear something different? Is there another song with a bell that you feel connected to? Hit me up at uh, doomtoompodcast at gmail.com. Now, around the 52nd mark, I'm wondering, like, where's this going to go? And then my curiosity kind of comes to a solution here at around the 350 mark, so stick it out. Now, according to the band, Abla Thanabla, which means a charm of the Gnostics, uh, written in the form of a triangle with one point down, it was used to protect against the forces of evil. It's a lot more bluesy here. We got more power, and it's more psychedelic. Now, according to the band, they say we will sink into this madness and return, perhaps, with something more than when we left. The release came out in July of 2023. Here's the track. This is Master of Wizardry.
What's the matter? Can't you hear it? Listen. Uh, it's just the wind. Ah, yes, here we are. This is the spot. Yes, this is it right here. We finally get to something. A little of the jazz cabbage, the devil's lettuce, whatever you got. It's High Leaf. The album Vision Quest is the culmination of a sonic journey that began over a decade ago. Forged in the ashes of Fjord and Presner's former musical endeavors, High Leaf and Vision Quest pick up where the two left off and they run with it. If you are a fan of stoner grunge and heavy psych, you're going to really enjoy this album. So grab a J, light it up, because you are about to embark on a quest. This was released in May of 2023. Loudon and Carla would definitely approve. And if you get that reference, damn, you're old. Uh, at 5.55, it kicks in. This is Vision Quest.
So that was Vision Quest. And I can't believe it. I have more people here today. I have actually some members is okay. So uh, please, gentlemen, tell me the name of the band and who you are. We are High Leaf. High Leaf! High Leaf. <laughs> all right. So I've got all the members of High Leaf. Now, since I have you here, can you please tell me about really this quest, this 10-year vision of this song? Tell me about it. What happened? So uh, I started writing this song probably back in 2012. Uh in one of the earlier versions of this band, uh, I started the band in 2012, a whole separate group of people. Um, and we, we had, uh, we had a, some of the song already written and the other member of the band that I was playing with at the time, he had written some parts to the song that I really just wasn't a big fan of. So we kind of like shelved the song. We never recorded it or ever uh, released it. And, uh, then, uh, you know, fast forward to the future, uh, I'm here with these guys and, uh, you know, Corey had a cool riff, but he didn't really necessarily know what to do with it. And I, it made me think of uh, the riff that I had for Vision Quest and how uh, they could possibly work together. So once we did that, we kind of just you know started piecing together and finally finished the song after 10 years. Fantastic. Now, um, gentlemen, so th this is, I got video here. We'll probably just have audio for this, but I'm looking at all of you and I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Uh, for the two gentlemen together, um, what is your favorite Soundgarden song? Ooh, this wow. this time for me right now, this time of the year, I'm probably going to say Mailman. <clears throat> All right. It's more of what album? <laughs> okay. Anything off a of bad motor finger. Like, amazing. Indeed. Bring out that Jesus Christ pose. Now, Dean... Uh, not wearing Soundgarden, but let me ask you, what is the best flannel that you own? The best one? Actually, this one's a hand-me-down, I think, for my brother. This one's not the best, though. The best one I own is probably, uh, it's just like colorful one. It's got like green, red, blue, kind of goes around and white. It's all about the right fit, I feel like. You know what? It that is, you're so right. It is about the fit, and it is about... <laughs> the time it's the time of the year i i know i'm sure you're over in uh you're all over in philly or in that surrounding area bristol maybe uh something like that there's water by you dean i don't know what the hell's going on is, i don't yeah. even know i don't even know where you are that's i feel like you're in the abyss over there um so if if we can break this down because i saw a a, a video on youtube about the best cheesesteaks in philly so please could you all tell me what is the best. It's uh, a tough call. <laughs> I don't think right, there well, is one best. Dallas is really good. Right. Jim's I'd say really the good. current reigning champion is probably Angelo's on Ninth Street. They're, I still have to try Angelo's. They're extremely uh very well rated currently. But uh yeah. if I'm drinking and I'm out at the bar. And I'm not worried about getting the best cheesesteak, just the one that I, like makes me feel the best. That's definitely Ishka Bibbles on South Street. It's a little known spot, but it's awesome. Right across mm -hmm. from TLA. How important is it to have Cheese Whiz as the topping? Uh, there's not another choice. No. Oh, and, Dean, and Dean's got the thumbs down on that. All right. Provolone. Provolone's the choice. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Look, I sorry guys, I didn't mean to bring up some bad blood. I hope uh, I hope this will this is not gonna be a, a band breakup. Um I've, I've talked about it. 
I'll say American, honestly. It's underrated. How dare you? How dare you? Like, I don't care. When when you go to a cheesesteak place, the choice is whiz with or whiz without. That's it. You're not supposed to say what cheese. You're just saying whiz with or whiz without. That's it. That's that's how you order. I mean, if you want to be simple, I guess. (laughs) Order simply. Are you, <laughs> Dean? Are you throwing his out? Are you calling him basic? Is that what you're doing? Damn. No, he's he's entitled to like whatever fake cheese he likes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of fake, speaking of garbage and filth, uh, we've got some Halloween candy circulating around. You see it in the stores. I have to ask each of you which is your favorite and least favorite Halloween candy. Twix or Snickers is the best, and. Black licorice or anything that has that flavor is the absolute worst. Mm. All right. Sour Patch Kids. Best or worst? It's best. Any worst? And my worst? I mean, the one half of candy corn, pretty much. It's like, there's like a good part of candy corn, and then there's just like the awful, like, other end of it. I think it's like more like, yeah, the orange part. Yeah, so you're... You're 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 going to bite into the two thirds. I, I tell you, I don't understand why. I know candy corn is very polarizing. Uh, Dean, what do you got? Um, well, I actually don't mind candy corn. And I apologize for the noise behind me. Uh, I think it's odd that you're just biting it. I usually just pop the whole thing in your mouth, but we'll move past it. Uh, I think Reese cups are top tier. Um, I don't care for almond joys. I don't think it's fair to say any candy is the worst, but I don't like those. <laughs> That's fair. It's got to be the coconut and the texture. And that's the thing about cheesesteaks. It's like what I was watching on that YouTube channel. It's 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 about whether it's cut up fine or whether it's in the big chunks. So, yeah, yeah, it's all according to preference. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. And what else do you have coming up in the High Leaf camp? Uh, Currently, we are working on new music over here for the uh, next album. Uh, so we've been working on those new songs. We have uh, some new merch coming uh, in the coming days. We've got some beanies. We've got some lighters coming and uh, possibly a uh, new shirt design. And uh, we're getting ready to book uh, all of our shows for the first half of 2024. So you'll be seeing a lot more of us around the Northeast uh, coming next year. Awesome. And how can everybody reach out to you? So uh, you can find us on a lot of places. You can find us at Facebook at Highly Fan. You can find us on Instagram at Highly Fan, TikTok at Highly Fan. Uh, we have our own website, www.highlyfan.com. So pretty much if you just type in Highly Fan, you're going to find us uh, just about everywhere. Right on. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, hey, why don't you just stick around and we'll listen to the next track. All right. Sounds great. Thanks for having us. Later, peeps. Now, LSD was first synthesized on November 16th of 1938 by Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman at the Sandoz Laboratories in Switzerland. If you're not familiar, uh, Hoffman was the name of the glasses in They Live. And if you haven't seen They Live, please go check it out. Now, beginning in the 1950s, the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, which is the CIA, began a research program called Project MKUltra. The CIA introduced LSD to the United States, purchasing the entire world supply for $240,000 and propagating the LSD through CIA front organizations to American hospitals, clinics, prisons, and research centers. 
There were experiments, several experiments, and it included administering LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, doctors, other government agents, prostitutes, mentally ill patients, and members of the general public in order to study their reactions, usually without the subject's knowledge. The project was revealed in the U.S. Congressional Rockefeller Commission Report in 1975. Well, in August of 2023, Evil Ceremony was released by the band Dark Shaman, and now we're going to hear the track, This is Acid Addict.
Bill's discussion in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. My name is Sebi, a voice and guitar from Dark Shaman, stoner doom psych rock band from Italy, Sicily. We want to say hello to all our fans in Arizona and uh, all the USA. We are going to listen to Acid Addict, a very sick tune from our uh, official debut EP, Evil Ceremony. Acid Addict is a bad trip on acid of a, I don't know, someone who want to tell what is watching and seeing on this satanic occult trip on acid is watching and saying about sacrifices, human sacrifices, uh, witches, burning people who's burning witches, uh, serial killers, blood, uh, ghosts to the woods and the forest, corpses on the ground, every kind of uh, sick stuff, my friend. Yeah, this is what we used to sing and say and tell on our lyrics. Very, very, very sick stuff. And we like it because it's really stoner doom and occult scatsy music, psych rock. Thank you to Chris. Thank you to everyone. And you are listening now. Acid Haddict. Ciao. The band name is Demonio. The album, Reaching for the Light. The bio is simple. Three-piece heavy rock psych from hell. It came out on July 2023. Here's the track. This is Heavy Dose.
How big is big enough, really? Well, according to science, it's 4.385 times 10 to the 30th power in pounds. That is the mass of the sun. That's the next band we're going to talk about. It is sun mass. And they come from the show me state. You show me big riffs. Those are nice riffs. I like them. Now, if you're in Missouri, here's a few things to check out. The Haha Tanka Castle Ruins. The Welsh Spring Hospital Ruins. The Glore Psychiatric Museum. The Bat Bar in Lost Canyon. The Devil's Icebox Venus Cafe. There's so much to do. You should really check it out. Like the Merrimack Caverns. But right now, we're going to talk about Sun Mass. They had a release in April of 2023. Let's hear a track. This is Space Slug.
It was a day like any other. The air hung heavy with the heat. Then it happened. A crack in the land that reached to the very bowels of the earth itself, spitting out the fires of hell. And the gleaming black bug that had no eyes and looked like a rock. It traveled in the exhaust pipes of cars, making fire, killing, and infesting the land with a burning terror. Not a lot of information on this next band. It's spelled S-I-F, SIF. According to them, seek strength. The rest will follow. The release was in February of 2023. The album is Darkstalker. And here is the title track. This is Darkstalker.
And now we come up to a band that I just I had to I had to grab it just for the name itself. It's Fuzz Lightyear Heavy Psych from the heart of Texas. Now, okay, so if we got Fuzz Lightyear, who else do we have that could be another band? Uh, Mr. Potato Hash, uh, Sticky Icky Dog, possibly. Anyway, this came out in April of 2023. Let's hear a track. This is Blasting Off.
finally, Chicken Taza. I think that's how you pronounce it. I hope it is. Uh, yeah, if, it, if it's a mispronounce, I, I apologize. The band is Diana. Now, Chicken Taza is kind of like meditation. Basically, just sitting and being. This is some meditative sludge. Uh, Dharma Doom, if you will. It's a one-man project dedicated to Buddhist teachings and meditative practices. And it was released on June of 2023. This is fucking visceral here. Pause this if you need to. Put on some headphones for this one. Let's hear the track. This is Hagyo.
and tidy wrapped up in a little bow right there. Thank you, everybody. That was the Halloween episode. Huge thanks goes out to Ian from No Masters Audio. He produces, he mixes, he edits, he writes material. And uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's an honor to have him with us on this journey. Please like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Uh, be the forgiving person and your mere existence will be better. Guarantee that one right there. Follow us on social media, Doom Tumor, Doom Tomb Podcast. And if you want to hear more music like this, head over to craniumradio.com Sunday, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's music, talk, whatever we get to. And the links are in the show notes like this one, Doom Tomb Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Talk to us. Send us something if you want. You got some music? You know, hit us up. We'll talk. We'll chat. We'll shoot the shit over here. All right, that's it. We'll see you soon, probably at a show. Now, until that time, that next time, that meantime, that in-between time, support your bands. Buy some of that band merch. And above all, keep it Halloween. Keep it heavy.